Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling around the world and also how to do amazing road trips with your kids. And uh, speaking of traveling, we're actually here in Taipei, Taiwan. If you're watching the video version, you'll see we have the space station in. It's actually, it resembles a cool spaceship. Uh, so uh, the whole hostel resembles a spaceship. It's just kind of unique. You got to uh, come pick it out. Uh, we quite like the decorations and really good for the kids with the planets and teaching them about space. So very cool hostel here in the heart of Taipei, Taiwan. Uh, so as we travel, we love interviewing fellow dads and fellow world travelers and fellow authors. And we have one on the show here today. Our guest is joining us from just outside of Minnesota and Minneapolis. And it's uh, 4th of July, so I wanted to uh, give him and the other American friends of ours a big happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day. And uh, our guest today, his name is Scott Swanson. Scott Swanson is the author of Road Tripping with Young Kids. A tactical guide to successful road trips with young kids and us parents who doesn't need a tactical guide to successful road trips I have three young kids I got a six-year-old a four-year-old and a two-year-old we've done a lot of road trips around uh, British Columbia where we're from and into Washington State and uh, even when we're traveling we did a road trip in Brazil and we rented a car and traveled around there and uh, so I'm super excited to get Scott's insights into um, planning the trip what did you do during the trip and post trip any advice and suggestions so Scott um, how are you doing over there in beautiful uh, Minnesota today <laughs> we're doing well it's a stormy day today um, so we'll see how how fireworks go tonight but we uh, it's a it's a good day over here great to hear here so before we get into your book and about road tripping I mean, we like to get to know the actual guests so why don't you share a little bit about yourself your family your work and anything else you want to share with the listeners and viewers here today sure sure yeah um, I Full time, I do work in here and based out of Minneapolis. Uh, I've been doing that for about five years now. Um, and then my wife and I also run a small so where we do custom uh, wood signs and furniture uh, for for our customers. And I've been doing that for uh, going on three and a half years now, and we've really enjoyed doing that. Um, outside of that, I have a three-year-old son named Micah, and I, we have an eight-month-old daughter named Eleanor, um, and we, we just love them to pieces, and we love spending time with them, and fortunately, I'm able to work from home uh, the majority of the time, so I get to spend time with them and uh, get to see them grow up and um, some things that I, I could miss out on had I had to go to the office every day. So uh, we just love spending time together, getting out, outside, and uh, just enjoying creation, and um, that's that's me in a nutshell. Sounds great, and of course, as a dad, one of your big passions, as is mine, is the sense of adventure, exploration, showing the uh, uh, the world to our kids, and of course, spending that quality time and uh, teaching them about this amazing world that we all live in. So, tell us about uh, kind of your passion for travel. In terms of how did it start for yourself? Was it from your own parents taking on road trips? Was it you and your wife before you had kids? You did a lot of travel as a couple, and then into now, obviously, as parents of young kids. Walk us through that journey of travel for yourself. Yeah, um, we growing up, I was the youngest of four boys, um, and my my parents uh, took us on road trips uh, frequently. So we would go either we would travel, you know, hours to Michigan, or we would drive the twenty plus hours down to Florida. And um, I just remember that I have such fond memories of of doing that as a kid, and 
um, just the time on the road and time to spend with each other. And there's always uh, definitely some ups and downs. A lot of fighting between me and my brothers on those trips, but but the the things that I remember the most are you know the memories and the bonding that we had during those times. So uh, growing up, it was sort of engraved in me to to be on the road and and to get out and that be our primary means of of getting to destinations and. Um, and then when I met my wife, we, we really enjoyed traveling and hiking and uh, being outdoors. We, we went camping often. We have a beautiful North Shore here in Minnesota up on Lake Superior that, um, that has great uh, destinations and, and places to stay and camp. And we would do the, the cart in campsites where you put all your stuff in a big cart and you don't park right at the campsite and you, you have to walk into a more isolated campsite and it's just a beautiful place to kind of unplug and, and get away. And uh, we really enjoyed doing that. Um, and when I graduated college, I actually took a road trip by myself out to Colorado from Minnesota, um, just as sort of a celebration. And uh, as someone who recharges and, and I find my heart a lot when I'm by myself and, and can have time to reflect on, on my life and where I'm going, uh, that was a really awesome trip for me. Um, to head out there and just spend some time out in the mountains and uh, just enjoying time by myself. And um, my wife and I actually, when we were talking about our honeymoon, we, we had, you know, all these plans of going to an all inclusive uh, beach resort. Cause that's what a lot of people do. Uh, just spend some time sipping my ties by the pool. But uh, we soon realized that that wasn't, that wasn't us and that wasn't the, the path that we wanted to take. And so we, we packed up the day after wedding and, uh, drove out to Colorado and <clears throat> spent some time out in the mountains together. And we just really felt like that was where we most felt connected and alive together. And, um, and uh, a few years later, we had our first kid, uh, Micah, and uh, he was not an awesome sleeper. So he was, uh, he was kind of particular with, with where he slept and how he slept and if we could get him to sleep. And, um, and we we did try to go to the North Shore one time, um, and it was a it's supposed to be about a four hour drive. It took uh, I think a little over six hours uh, just due to frequent stopping, and um, and we got into our our lodging after dark, and um, and all of the hikes and the things we were trying to keep getting interrupted, and just things weren't feeling like they used to, and. I think we, I just felt so disappointed at the end of it. I had half a day of work and I was waiting for, you know, this, that feeling that you get when you, when you take off work for a long weekend and you go out and you just come back feeling relaxed and, and ready to get back to the work week. And I, I just never experienced that. I was so disappointed by that experience that um, I used it to stop adventuring. I used it as an excuse to stop going um, on these things because <clears throat> it's not going to be fun anyway. So, so why are we doing this? And he's not going to sleep. Let's just stay home so he can sleep in his own bed where he's going to sleep all night and we can get a good night's sleep. And um, so for, for three years, I used that as an excuse time. You know, my wife would try to plan something or come up with a night and I'd adventure uh, or a trip or anything like that. And, um, it wasn't until I was, I was on a live Q&A uh, with uh, Wild at Heart, uh, John Eldridge, um, through a mastermind that I'm in called, the, um, called Dad's Edge of Science. And um, we, on that call, he just really 
lit a new fire for adventure and and how you know my wife also craves adventure so it's my responsibility and my my duty to create adventure for our family especially if that's something that's deep deeply ingrained in my heart and it never went away that feeling of adventure but i was too too fearful or uh just didn't want to be inconvenienced by it um in our comfortable life and so after that call, I went to my wife and I apologized to her and I, I told her, you know, sorry that I've made up all these excuses for the last, last year, why we can't, you know, get out and connect in this way. And, um, and she was extremely grateful for that. And she gave me on the spot and then she said, let's go on a road trip. Let's just do it. And instead of coming up with the, ah, oh, you know, but maybe we shouldn't because we're going to have to stay in a hotel and how are we going to do that? And, Instead of coming up with those excuses, I just said, I'm in, let's do it. So throughout that process, we um, uh, had a lot of good talks about, you know, how this is our first time doing this with our kids. Let's temper our expectations for ourselves and also for our kids. And let's uh, really see this as a big learning experience. As, as anything you do for the first time, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be perfect. And there's going to be hiccups and struggles. And, and even if you've done a million times, especially with kids, there's going to be struggles and tantrums and things like that. But, but being able to go into it with a mindset of, you know, this is our learning experience. This is experience that we are uh, creating for our family. It's not about us. It's not about each individual person. Uh, it's about us as a family connecting. And, um, and we're not looking for rest and relaxation. Um, and easygoing kids. We're just out here to create memories and a connection with us. So that's, that's what drove us to, to end up on this trip that we took recently. And uh, man, it was so amazing. I can't, I can't even express to you how, how awesome it was. And, and I've, I've talked to a lot of guys uh, recently after coming back from the trip that are, you know, think we're crazy or they think, uh, you know, how are you talking so positive about this experience? How did you guys do it? And fortunately, we had we had gone into this and uh, with the thought of of taking extracting the less wisdom that we can out of it, so that we can do it better next time, or so that we can plan our next one a little easier. And so it, it there might be a little it might go a little bit smoother next time in certain areas. Um, and so we wrote all those things down every night. We we sat down and talked about the day and and the lessons that that we could pull from it and the things we did awesome things we did really poorly. And so we can be intentional about doing it better the next day. And, um, we just compile those things into a list and then, um, and then upon some advice from, from some good friends included, uh, we made it into a book and threw it up on Amazon for, for others to, to be encouraged and to be able to, uh, you know, be able to find that uh, connection with their family and, and to have a successful road trip in the, not in the sense of uh, of of smooth sailing road trip, but in the sense of wanting to do it again after and feeling a unique bond with your family during and 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 after. So um, that's what the book is about, and that's that's what we're trying to encourage. Sounds great. Thanks you for relaying it back all the way from the foundation to traveling with you couple <laughs> your honeymoon and then of course uh, you know uh, being a domesticated suburbanized family and not doing enough adventure yeah. and then realizing it and then you know sharing with your wife and then you actually did it and that's the key. Realization and an implementation and that's what happened to you guys. So 
Congratulations, my friend. A lot of people don't Thank have you. the realization. And a lot of people don't actually implement and apply. So good on you. So Scott, uh, tell us about the road trip um, uh, in terms of uh, how did you decide where you were going to go? How many states did you cover? How did you decide where you're going to stop? Tell us about the journey uh, in terms of uh, where did you go? And uh, maybe if you want to share a fun story that happened on the trip. Sure. Yeah. Um, when, when deciding where we wanted to go, we, I mean, it was pretty clear to us that we wanted to see mountains. Um, we were also thinking of going south where it was a little bit warmer, but we were planning, we were starting to plan it in April in Minnesota. And this year we got two feet of snow. Uh, we're out of winter. Uh, we were going to go south, but decided that we really wanted to see the mountains because we, you know, that's where we've connected. So we would feel like we would feel connected with our kids out there. And um, so it was pretty simple. Just we, we knew where we wanted to go. Um, we stayed a few days where we had gone on our honeymoon and then we wanted to try something new. And so we headed up to Rocky Mountain National Park just because we knew that the, the views in the mountains uh, were just magnificent there. So we had heard from some, some friends of ours who had been there before that that's a, a great place to go. Um, and then as for the route, we just plugged it into the, um, to Google app and we did our address and the, our, our lodging address. And that was the path we took. Nothing, nothing too, too special there. Didn't want to complicate that too much. And um, we found a place, uh, a hotel that was, little over halfway on the way out just so that we could get the long of having done the first day um as we because we had never stayed in a hotel before as a family all of us in one room um so we weren't sure how that would go so we wanted to prepare that we didn't have a huge drive the next day and that that proved to be very beneficial um in the long run just because we that night the hotel we got in pretty late um, it was our son's actually first time in a hotel. And so this was really exciting for him. And he was jumping all over the beds and um, just having a blast. He, just, he couldn't, couldn't comprehend that we were all going to sleep in this, in this crazy bedroom with two beds in it. And uh, he was having a blast, but uh, we were a little tired and a little crabby at the time too. We're trying to get our dog to sleep. And um, so there were a few uh, not good parenting moments uh, that night. Um, but we, we wrote those things down and, and we learned from those. And, um, so next time we stay in a hotel, we, we know that we need to get there before it's bedtime. So we, we need to try to get there, you know, earlier in the day so we can spend some time in the room. And so it's not a totally new environment for him. And, um, but so, so I don't think we end up getting to sleep at night until I think 1130 PM, uh, which is, as you can tell, it's probably a little bit past my son's bedtime, but uh, in, it was the first time also that I in this bed with him. So uh, as a toddler, and I learned a lot about how much they move and how much they kick and how much they just flail around their sleep. So it was a pretty restless night of sleep. Uh, we woke up at four in the morning and he was ready to go for the day. Um, and we would end up because we hit the road about 5 a.m. and um, and then we we got to our destination much earlier. But thankful that we did the big leg of the trip on the first day, and so we just had a little bit to do um, on the second day before we were able to uh, arrive in the mountains. Um, but so that was a little how, how we 
decided on our destination. Um, but I think the big part about planning our trip was that we, my wife and I were committed to being a unified front, a unified team. Um, and then we were tempering our expectations for everything. So we knew that our drive wasn't going to, um, wasn't going to take the 15 hours that it said on the GPS. So we knew it would take longer than that because we planned um, to take extra. We, we were flexible with it and uh, toddlers will let you know when they're ready to take a break. And sometimes you have to, you know, push through that if it's only been, you know, 30 minutes or whatever, but um, we stopped every, every two or three hours and um, didn't just get out and go to the bathroom and rush back to the car. We, we just spent some time running around and enjoying it, trying not to, trying not to rush too much. We, um, if we made it to our hotel at three in the morning, so be it. Um, but just being able to be flexible and, and compassionate for our kids when, uh, they're not used to being in the car for this long. So it's gonna, it's gonna take a little bit and it's gonna take a little time to get there. And, um, so that was, that's what really made the, the trip out there very successful. And, and we were very surprised with how well our kids did with, with frequent breaks and, um, and a lot of fun activities. Um, it really, really made for a really fun trip out there. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. So, uh, of course, you had so much fun that you didn't just uh, leave it as a memory, but you actually created a whole resource for other dads and other moms uh, to equip them to also do mm -hmm. successfully. So tell us about the book in terms of the content and some of the themes and topics you cover in the book. Yeah, absolutely. So it basically just kind of rehashes a little bit of the, the history that I just told you about you know, our, our family and our, my wife and I's history with, with traveling and, um, the excuses that we made. And then, um, <clears throat> then we really just took our list of things that we learned and we compiled them into to four different categories. So there's a, there's sections for planning your trip. There's sections for while you're in transit, there's a section for while you're at your destination or destinations. Um, and then what you can do after your trip and, and all of the, the, that in these like first do this then do this then do this it's more of just tips on um on things to consider and things to think about while you're planning or while you're while you're in transit and um there are some very specific things like um <clears throat> like bringing some new and fun exciting toys for your kids that are specific for the trip so like um don't show them before don't show them uh, don't tell them about it. And when they get in the car, it's time to go. And you're three hours in, they're starting to get restless. You can, you have a tool, you have a brand new toy that's really exciting or, or a new coloring book or a big book of stickers. And, um, like there are things that we found were very helpful, um, with keeping our kids engaged, um, and keeping our kids up as we went along. Cause they're, they can get wary pretty quickly. And, um, being able to uh, keep them engaged and, and connected the whole time is, is really important for um, the vacation or the, the trip. Um, very, uh, very fun for them. And we also talk about things like when you're planning to, to plan a, a break day, the middle of it. So if you're on a seven day road trip someday, somewhere in the middle, um, plan a day that you're just kind of not doing much or you don't have a, a goal in mind or you don't have a destination to be at 
um, find something that your kids really like to do. Even if it's something they do at home, like going to a park or do a zoo or, um, or just, or just relaxing by a pool or something to do, um, that breaks up, uh, your planned activities. So something that's catered to them that they really like to do, uh, it gives a chance to recharge midweek, not have, have you shuffling them around trying to get them to a destination specifically. Um, and, I think some of those things are, are, are key to, to keeping your kids engaged. And, um, but we, we talk a lot about, um, a lot of the like, of mindset stuff for, um, how you are going into your trip. Uh, like you are responsible for the outcome of your trip, not your kids. Um, a couple of times we found ourselves blaming our kids for, you know, the outcome of, of an event and, um, have you ever responsibility for them to have you know, their your fun and enjoyment on the trip is not your kid's responsibility you are the adult um you can if there's a, a situation that happens um parenting will happen on your trip it's they're not your kids are not going to change um so just just let those things go deal with the situation and try not to let it snowball and ruin the rest of the day um but allowing yourself to check check yourself and uh, be able to move forward with a, with a smile on your face from those things and, and from what you can and, and move on. Um, then we also outline, you know, some things about after your trip um, to, to sit down and, and write down some of the things that you learned, sort of like we did. We found that to be beneficial for, you know, just being able to relive some of those moments and uh, being able to, to understand a little better ourselves and our kids and, um, and then just keep talking about it. Keep talking about your trip and talk about the pictures, relive everything over and over again, that exercise memory, the memories in your brain and, and allow you to live them for, for much longer. And, um, but all in all, I think, I think the, the biggest takeaway is um, to temper expectations and be realistic with your kids. Um, plan some break days, uh, which is really huge. Um, and then also, just kind of change your focus uh, in, in your, your evaluation of what getting your money's worth is was something that was really important. So a lot of times we, we, look, at, um, we look at this big expensive trip that we planned or there's, there's a, a museum that has a high entrance fee and um, we think that we really have to see everything here to get our money's worth um, or we have to uh, get to all of these destinations because we paid for this trip and we need to see everything. And it's easy to get caught in that trap, but something that we found to be important is, is to, to plan very few things. So one or two things a day. And, um, and that'll allow you to, to enjoy and to take things slower and to, and not have to rush through things just to go see something else. There's nothing worse than when you when you get to a, a destination that uh, and nobody's on board, everybody's crabby, everybody's um, sick of you barking orders at them. Uh, there's just nothing worse than trying to experience a beautiful thing, like a beautiful view or or a lake in the mountains. There's nothing worse than getting there and nobody's enjoying it. You get a picture and you and you go home and and that's it. Being able to, to think a little slower, enjoy the time that you're there, um, and not, not be too caught up on, on seeing everything um, 
it's much more valuable to see less enjoy it than to see more and, and dislike it. Um, so there, there's useful tips like that in the tri- in, in the book and, uh, and a lot more tactical things um, as well as well as mindset stuff. So it is definitely it is that combination of that mindset and of course that uh, practical implementation and uh, you know execution, the, the tactful strategy. So you've done a great job of uh, balancing those two equally important factors of uh, travel and just of life, life in general. So Scott, uh, uh, one of the things you do, I don't want to be a big spoiler guy here, but one of the things at the end of your book is you talk about planning the next trip and having a vision for the future. So tell us about uh, now that you've done this one yeah. trip and you've written the book, what is your vision or what are some of your upcoming trips and what are your plans for a road trip with your two young ones? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the best part about this trip is we really prove to ourselves that we can do it um, and that we can enjoy it too. And so that gets us excited about, about doing this in the future. And we really want to create a habit of adventuring in our family and leave a legacy of adventuring with our kids. And, um, and so... <clears throat> I think our plan now is to do to do some small road trips um, throughout the year as as we can, and then try to try our best to do one bigger road trip every summer. Um, and as we go along, it'll it'll be more and more fun. We'll see more and more places. But I, I, as of now, our our we're thinking of doing Glacier National Park next. Um, we had talked a few times about just going around and hitting, hitting all the national parks just cause they're, they're so beautiful and they're well-maintained and, um, and we just really have enjoyed the ones that we've been in. So, uh, going forward, we're just going to keep on doing it. And, and instead of letting it head to the back burner, which it's so easy to do with busy lives and, um, just keeping it up and, and keeping account, keeping each other accountable for, um, continue to move forward with, with more road trips and just more experiences and like not, not even the big long nine day road trip, but just doing things on the weekend, you know, to get out of our house, get out of our living room, get out of our backyard and, you know, find a field somewhere and walk around and um, just do, do some things that we haven't done before. So moving forward, we're definitely improved doors and, and we're ready to go Exciting times, exciting times, my friend. So if people wanted to grab a copy of the book and uh, maybe ask some follow-up questions, uh, things we didn't get to cover on our show here, how can they grab a copy of the book and how can they connect with you, uh, Scott? Um, you can get on Amazon right now. Um, I'm actually formatting the, the paperback book right now. So the, there's, a, there's a Kindle version and there'll be a paperback one coming soon. It's really short. It's 25 pages, so it's not like to sit down for two months before uh, your trip and, and, you know, read every day for, for an hour. It's, you can finish it in, in just a matter of an hour, probably, maybe even less, half hour. Um, so, so really, really practical and really easy. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. Just search road tripping with young kids. It's the only one I'm up, at least at the time of this recording. Um, and... Uh, you can you can email me if you have questions. It's scottnickel.swanton at gmail.com. Um, and you can email me with any questions you have. And um, I do want to just say that we um, that it's easy for it to look like we we did such an awesome job on this trip and we uh, we did everything right and and everything was hunky dory. But just want to emphasize that uh, 
we did not do everything correctly the whole time and, and you never will. And, uh, this is not all the things that we did, um, every time. So, uh, give yourself some grace, give your kids some grace as you adventure and, uh, and keep learning and keep getting out there. Some solid advice, solid advice, and I'm glad you mentioned this whole thing about never being perfect because we are not perfect, and neither are our road trips, neither are our books, and neither are our parenting. So you know, uh, uh, give yourself uh, some credit for just being able to do it, and uh, you know, I highly recommend people just uh, start small. If it's a small uh, trip to another state near you, another province, uh, if it's maybe camping for the first time as a family, maybe like you said, staying in a hotel for the first time as a family, just doing something, and then you build up that. Uh, the road trip muscle, the travel muscle, the adventure muscle, and soon you'll be traveling around the world. So good on you, Scott, and I definitely allow those links below to the book and also to people to contact you. So thanks again, my friend, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. Ricky. Have a great day. You as well. And thanks everyone for tuning into this episode live here in Taipei, Taiwan, talking all about road trips and of course world travel. Uh, so make sure you connect with Scott uh, and also make sure you grab a copy of his book. And make sure you connect with us, daddyblogger.com, Daddy World Tour. And I also have my own books where we talk about family travel and uh, uh, adventure travel and uh, exploring the world with your kids. So you got two dads who are passionate about travel, so you can get both of our books and connect with us both. Uh, so definitely, thanks everyone for joining uh, us on this episode. I uh, will catch up with you in the next one. Happy travels.